right, you're about to feel it, baby. Uh, welcome back to Range Anxiety. 30 years of good vibrations by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch in about 24 minutes, which will be 30 when one day we can find an advertiser, but that's very hard because they're getting put off by the one and the only me, Paul House, and dragged down to my level. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, world. Hey, Marty. Hey, hey baby. <laughs> we, get, we stereo. You yeah. Know. But we yeah. need a bit of Dolby. Yeah, a bit of surround. And then we'll sync it all up because uh, the wonderful supporting staff and management at City Motor Group have actually agreed to loan us some black tooth out of an LTV. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, all we need, a bit of black yeah, tooth. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Hey, did you see, speaking of LDVs and the insufferable war that goes on between, you know, friendly war between Julian Newton and next, Nick, Nick, next guys. <laughs> yeah, and, neck oh, Nick, guys. Yeah, um, LDV have just come out with the most powerful trader you on the market. Is that right? I, yeah. I haven't seen that. Is it a good thing? Yeah, or? they've added a bit of extra um, MSG in their black bean <laughs> sauce. And makes 160, it's rated at, I didn't say, I didn't, I said makes. It's rated, rated. at 160, you know, kilowatts. Which puts it at top of the Well, pile? T- top of the pile for a four-cylinder. Right. It's like a two-litre twin turbo or something. Yeah. Yep. So it wouldn't be very highly stressed. No. no. That's a good thing, you know. <laughs> I'm yet to get one on the dyno, but imagine squeezing that lemon and seeing what's in there. It's only a phone call to Julian, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Or Chairman Z or whoever you need. You yeah, know. Actually, you don't see Julian anyway, do you? He's no, because he's, he's plotting. <laughs> he's, like, he's like in Dr. Evil's penis-shaped rocket. <laughs> <laughs> plotting um, Strecco's downfall, but unfortunately, Strecco has been plotting his own downfall. Yes, I've heard. Yeah, now, it, it, the rally isn't finished yet because this it is... It is for him, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 he's still going. <laughs> right. He just, yeah, well, by the time people are listening to this, there will be <laughs> one stage There'll be one stage left to go on the Sunday. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah I don't think you'll see Nico Grace and the time boards by that. No one in time. No. I mean, basically, he rang me up last night, did Streckles in, and he said to me, I'm flogged, I'm buggered. Now, she always complains that he's sore and he's got arthritis. There's nothing wrong with him, right? He's so old. All you got to do is roll a Coke can down the street and watch him chase it for that 10 cents. <laughs> it's like Linford Christie. That's his second wind kicking. Yeah, yeah, he does, a, he does it like seven second, 100 sprint. Like, he's as fast as an LDV if, <laughs> if there's a Kirk's lemonade can. Um, but he goes, I'm not used to making it through day one. I don't know. I how I'm that's gonna, I don't know. How I'm, I don't know how I'm going to pull up tomorrow. Normally, Nico's like all done and dusted by that, lunch. That's it on the first day. Yeah. But no, and refreshments in the bar about now. But we got gearbox problems. Yeah. Now we didn't build this gearbox. No. Gearbox was built by a uh, reputable GR6 transmission builder in Australia. So you're safe, John from Shep Trans. You know we love you. She got a plaid. Um, and it's a good good trans? Well, it's okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're talking a standard motor tuned up here, so it's not exactly yeah, a okay. billet bowl busting. It's, it. not stress. it's not stressed. No. And uh, it keeps on chucking itself in and out of gear and slipping the clutches and shit. Now, it didn't do that only a week ago at, or two weeks ago at Legend of the Lakes, where Streco you know, failed to impress the time as much, but he was driving it hard and it went perfect yep. all weekend. But now it won't launch. Now you can hardly take off. And when it does engage at Bunny Hops, and I'm getting him to check fault codes, nothing, nothing, nothing. So... After in Park Ferme last night, I got him to plug into it um, with his diagnostic gear, and I said, "Okay, let's have a look. No codes. Um, let's have a look at the gearbox settings." 
and all of the clutches and touch points, everything was set to zero. zero like, they've got a scale between minus seven, which is full slip rate, to plus seven, which is full hard. Right. A standard car runs on zero, clutch A and clutch B pressure. Normally, I would set his up to run at three. Yeah, okay. But they were at zero. Well, I don't know how that happened. I think that's how they've always been, he's telling me, and I know that he's not right. <laughs> Turns out he had been talking to someone whose name we will not mention. Right. But self-appointed GTR gearbox guru. Um, actually, we call him postage stamp because what he doesn't know, you could write on the back of one. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I, I get a feeling that, I do. That told yeah. him if you want to make a fast GTR, what you've got to do is set everything to zero. Yes. And yes. so he you, set himself You're making a, a GDR something, but fast isn't that something. Oh, That's safe is what you're making. Yeah. <laughs> you can't so go fast. You've taken a modified thing and made it back to standard. Pretty much. But you're just encouraging clutch slip and GDRs don't like but, clutch So, slip. But zero is factory, you're saying? Basically, they're all set at zero at the factory. Why, why would they give it a zero to seven... Scale so as they set. start to wear out, you can add more and more pressure to them. Oh, okay. So it's not a learning thing. No, 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 no. But as you, you know, you set it manually. These gearboxes yep. aren't real smart. Normally I'll run a built box like that with the clutches he has in it about three to four. You know, a drag car five to seven. No matter how good the clutches are, you just want them to bang in and, you know, if you, you don't shred. care about how no, smooth you, you, yeah, exactly right. right. Yeah. But yeah, so he'd sort of self-leveled there, which is nothing unusual for Streco. Um, Julian rang me up to congratulate me by lunchtime <laughs> on the first day, but Streco lost 20 seconds with the thing mucking around on the stage. He goes, you were right. I picked the afternoon. You picked before lunch. We were going to put a 1000 bucks on it. Oh, that's yes. serious. And he sort of agreed, but now he wants to pay me in doge. <laughs> so that's about 32 cents. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that didn't work out too well. But Streco was still motoring along. I think he's sitting like, fourth or fifth outright and he's up against some all the big players are here this year like Maguire and uh, Dodge Viper ACR which is a car to beat and you've yeah, got okay. a, nine, a 991 GT2 RS in front of him which is just which is a weapon you know they make yep. 460 kilowatts at the tires bone stock and the, the street party thing's on tonight is that right is that tonight I think so Ooh, yeah there'll be a few long faces yeah so he might not be out tomorrow anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might spike his soda pop <laughs> yeah. actually he'd probably go quick then he might, yeah. The fastest times I've, I've ever done at racetracks is when I had a bit of a hangover. Well, that goes back to go-kart racing, car racing, to the Snorax, to everything. I think there's just the pattern form in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you probably just don't drink as much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> is that what? Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know about that. But I remember a lot of those events we used to... Um, oh, yeah, but sometimes yeah. you could go too far and you weren't very good at all the next <laughs> yeah, day. Okay. Yeah. There was always sleep required. Yep. To make yourself good. Now, what do you know? I don't know if we've even discussed this yet. What do you know about Mary Barra? Who? She's not an XR6 turbo engine. She's oh, not the mother of on. the XR6 turbo. I think turbo. I do know this name. Who's Mary? Mary is someone who's um, in CEO. charge of electric no. something or other. No. 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 She's CEO of GM. Oh, then she's not the one I was thinking of. No. No. I thought she was the lady that was appointed onto some board. To no, 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 no. This, this Mary, I think that was like Dickie Cumsworth or something. You know? <laughs> it sounded like a bloody, it sounded like a porn star's name. <laughs> yeah. This is Mary Barra, who's, who's, um... Barra's unfortunate. I know. Yeah. You yeah, named after Ford. a Ford motor and, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she's G GMC, you know, president. Okay. And, um, oh, so she is <clears> in charge of the biggest electric car company in the world. Well, yeah, according to Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, Mary, we've got to give it to you. You took this industry, you made it electric, and you've grabbed the opportunity, and you have turned the uh, U.S. auto industry around. Hang on, I can't read that quote off the teleprompter. End quote. I mean, that's it. thank you, Mary. And Mary's sitting there going, yeah. So not long after this happened... Because Big Daddy gets thrown in the bin because he makes jokes about Bernie Sanders. and oh, he can't do that. You know, you can't do that. No. But soon, soon after that happened, they actually um, had the... Look at Gareth. He's revving a V8 there. What is that? And by the way, do you know... I, what the hell is it? Well, it's a V8. They're all the same. Doesn't matter. So all different types of fried rice. They're all the same. So, and... I, I lost my, my train of thoughts here, but not long after, um, uh, let's go, Brandon um, said that about Mary, and Mary stood there all chuffed. They had the uh, LA Auto Show was on like, okay. last week. Yep. GM had a big stand there. How many electric cars did they have there that, you know, you Well, they would have had their whole range of electric cars. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. Well, the Bolt. Let's have a look at the Bolt. You know, there are signs up, and Bolt's been around a few years. It's not a particularly impressive Chevy Bolt. Yeah, but it's cheap, though. No, not really. That's <laughs> a rip-off. But you're not allowed to actually park it anywhere now. Signs, because they self-combust spontaneously. That's all electric cars, though, let's face it. Well, there's a... <laughs> they're doing a big recall. I think it was $19 billion the recall's costing GM on the uh, the Chinese battery packs and on the CATL. That's serious coin. Um, but GM are only paying $1 billion of it. CATL oh, that's paying fair. the rest. Yeah, that's fair. But the problem is, you go to a, like, uh, like undercover shopping centre car park and stuff, there's big signs up in front of some of them. If you have a Chevy Bolt, please park it outside. Really? Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a good selling point. Isn't it? <laughs> and they've shut down production because they're trying to come up with cures and stuff. The cure was only ever charge them to 80% and only ever run them as low as 20%, which means instead of having 200 miles or, you know, or 300 kilometres range, you get 150. Yeah. Yeah. That's and never drive know. very far from a large water source. Yeah. So if you're coastal, you're all right. <laughs> Just drive, drive, it, it, the drive it off the edge. So GM, I don't know if they've, they've electrified the entire auto industry at all, really, but they've polarised yes. Sleepy Joe. Yes, and That's right. I think Ford have actually done a better job. That F-150 Lightning, I think, is going to be all right. They've got a few things, haven't they, Ford? Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, at least there's something going on yeah, there. Yeah, they they're not making that much have noise. GM you know? got something in the pipeline? Yeah, the Hummer. $300,000 Hummer that's got, um, like, SpaceX logos on the speaker trims and stuff. They've got Moonscapes in there. I mean, that's pretty original for an electric car manufacturer to have yeah, Moonscapes and Marscapes. Cutting edge. You know what I mean? I've never seen it done before. Yeah, so that was some, that was some pretty nasty news. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. But Mary's sitting there quite quite chuffed. There's a, a meme on Twitter, you know, it's a stick figure of Elon with his head on it saying, I did this, and it's an electric car thing, and he's showing Mary. Mary looks at it and goes, wow. And then she goes, the next caption is, holding it, going, I did this. And then it's like, Joe, Mary, thank God you did this. Yeah. You know? And everyone's yep. like, what? But yeah. So, did you listen to the last Epicast? Yeah, I did. I did. We were talking about brakes. Oh, I thought you meant the road rage bit. No, the brakes. Yeah, I heard that bit. No, as well. I've been looking for that guy. I've been going stealth now. So, I didn't. I'm a bit. I'm a bit fussy about this Model Three performance. It cost me a lot of money. You know, they're not cheap in Australia. Is it that mirror? Yeah, and it didn't even mark it, but I folded it right forward. <laughs> um, 
I wish Gareth would stop making that infernal. He knows what we're doing. He's just doing it on purpose now. Isn't he a wanker? He's just being odd. Oh, by the way, he was listening. He had to drive in the country and he listened to about six or seven back to back. Stop talking about me. <laughs> Remember, you you in, inferred that he was some sort of spawn of mine at one stage, and then I was talking oh, about him I? toppling over. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. And apparently you're the instigator. I could be. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, G. And we were, yeah, so we're talking about break. Uh, no, we're back to the Nissan Leaf. I've been trying to hunt this guy on the motorbike in the Nissan Leaf. So uh, imagine if, not that I'd ever do it, some sensible on the road, but imagine if I accidentally ran him over the Nissan Leaf. How embarrassing would that be in your yeah, epitaph? Yeah. Here are my leathers and my hire sung 650 with fake fly blade stickers and my backpack on. And, you know, I've got a, a three pack of woody bourbon cans <laughs> in there, you know, for the week. And, and, and I get run over by a little Nissan Leaf. Killed by a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even standing under a tree. <clears throat> yeah, don't tangle with the leaf. No. You put that charge port flap up at the front, that's like a decapitation device. <laughs> I don't reckon that charge port would stand much um, front on impact. I think that'd tear off pretty bloody quickly. And then imagine if you accidentally ran over his motorbike and then the leaf spontaneously combusted <laughs> no no i'm i've forgiven you mate i realize you didn't, don't know how to ride but just be nice to other people on the road because at range anxiety we're all about niceness happiness in paul's case and special needs special needs <laughs> special needs so back to did you hear what i was talking about with brakes brakes i like them I don't remember what you said. Oh, but we were talking about how someone put up inside of East put up a story saying that oh yeah, oh, Ga- that's right. And Gareth did, but why do you talk about electric cars so much? It's called range anxiety, dickhead. <laughs> Get on See, with it. I didn't start that. See, oh, I say, yeah, 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 Gareth with an F. Um, yeah, so they were talking about how the Tesla crashed twice at 100 and the plat at 150 mile an hour. It's not bad to crash the same car twice at 150 yep. mile an hour. It, yep. it looks like it ran out of brakes and went off the track. Right. Everyone's going, oh, they need bigger brakes. Well, you can now, there is a big brake option for them. There you go. Yeah, from the factory. It's 20 grand US. Which is what? Same as probably what a supercar would be. Yeah. And well, now, well, some of them come with it standard. Forged, monoblock. you got to remember, the cars that come with it standard are two or three times the price. Yes. Yeah. Right, so it's got forged, monoblock, six-block calipers, silicon carbide, carbon, carbon yeah. discs, and, you know, so it looks like it's going to be a good thing. And of course, Made in-house, or do they buy that stuff? stuff? Oh. Is that like a Brembo somewhere? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think they make their own brakes. Yeah. Um, they're handy with carbon, but no, that would all be bought in stuff, but something they've matched and set up, and that's available in about five months, I think, but it's already, you can order it on the website. So you bung on some killer brakes onto mm. your... your uh, electric car, are mm. you taking away some of the regenerative um, ability of it? No, no, it'll regen exactly the same. You sure? Should because I use I a brake pedal? Yeah, so your brakes are there for show. We use a brake pedal when you're doing high speed stuff. That's only, only racetrack, otherwise the brakes are Perfect. not really, yeah. So saying that it's... I have big brakes. Saying that it's under-braked is yeah. only on a racetrack. You see, you and I come from a different era where under-brake was tobacco's tin-sized drums. <laughs> And yeah. then they'll be flogged out and yep. leaking fluid everywhere. It, it is something that sort of bugs me a little bit. Like, I've got I've got the WB from the 80s. I've got the Statesman from the early 2000s. And the VF from now, oh, you know, five you years ago. You got me from the 60s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And all of those, you get into them and you, you drive accordingly. To the brakes. Yeah. Because the brakes in the, in the ute, they're not going to pull you up very quickly either. No, that's one of the worst braking cars I've ever been in. But no, it's only because you forget what it was like before mm. that. Mm. No, 
No. Streco actually had the worst braking car <laughs> I've ever seen. Now, to all That's my... because all the wheels weren't on the ground. No. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> to, it was a Porsche, Porsche 911. Yep. It was a crustaceous thing. Looked like the Kursk. It had been... <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually had been the Kursk. It had, it had been an ex-Target Tasmania car and it had been like written off three times. And, you know, he even found the video of it online going into it, like, wow. going sailing off the road. Well, anyway, if, to my American listeners here, in Australia, we've got a thing, you know, fold out legs, those tables called a card table. You know, a, card, yep, a big, yep, big table. Yep. You know how they can get all dicky when you put them on a surface and you can rock them and dump, 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 yep. dump. Well, that's what Straco's Porsche was like. Yeah, okay. So it was only ever breaking on one wheel at a time. <laughs> and he was flogging it through the hills with me one day. I reckon I had the mature, rough 9, it'll 930 Carrera 3 or C3 turbo, whatever it was. It was a bloody fast flamethrowing thing. And he was sort of keeping up with me and stuff. But I noticed when there was hard brake applications, he'd sort of back off a bit and you'd see little wisps of smoke coming off various different corners of it. <laughs> and he spent all his time and effort trying to fix the brakes on it and it just turned out like it was just needed all new control arms and stuff and just to be needed set oil overs. Well, I think he could wind uh, the wheels down individually. Yeah, but I didn't, he didn't realise it was rocking around. <laughs> yeah, okay. And that was a really, really horrible thing. And what, I forget what we used to call that thing, but it had like a name, you know, like, you know, how his house got named the Bar and Grill. Okay. Uh, you remember that when he first yep. bought a... Yep, because of the old bar. Oh, no, it just it was... caught on fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it wasn't even electric. It was an old 911. <laughs> and it just started spewing flames out of the whale tail while he had it idling. I think you had him barbecuing off that whale tail. Yeah, we, a... yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. We did. So he emptied a few fire extinguishers on it and got it out. And then yep. proceeded to sell it. Barely run... It's been about... 1500 bucks getting the uh, injection head fixed on it, and then proceeded to sell it for non matching numbers. Thing this is so funny though. He, he bought it for about 10 grand, sold it for about 25. Went yay, you know, ha, I've got this as a 911, mind you, right. 73 model, four model. Guy in Queensland bought it, said this is a heap of shit. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna try and find a motor of the right size for it. So it had the wrong capacity motor. Bought some shit motor for it off Gumtree. Turned out to be the matching number motor for that car. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, its value went from 30 grand to about 170. Oh, Just like out. that. So, yeah. <laughs> Switched himself up. Talk about shooting yourself yeah. in the foot. Yeah, very unfortunate. But, yeah, but, you know, but that's what happens. But you, it does. You, you win that's something, cars. you lose something. What, what's, what's happening with the car market now? It's looking, it's the used car market's look, looking pretty grim still. Yeah. Yeah, I... Oh, is anyone you, getting still a new car? Well, you know, I said, oh, it wasn't that long ago. Just relaxed, cars are coming. They're still not coming, are they? Well, they, oh, as I've been talking about, supply shortages, I don't think they're going to be coming again for a long, yeah, long time. It's bizarre. And if you want to buy a new Mercedes, you've got to do it now. You know why? And buy whatever they get on the floor. Do you know what's happening? It's from January 1st. Uh, what have we done? Is it no, us no, 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 it's Mercedes. They've got the agency model coming in now. So no matter where you go in Australia, you pay the same price for your new Mercedes. There's no discounting anymore. Oh, it's like buying an Apple iPhone or something. Yeah, but the difference is the Apple iPhone and the Teslas are all the same price. The yep. stores are owned by the company. Whereas in uh, this case, these are franchisees. Oh, so they've dictated how much money they're allowed to make. Mm. And then they don't own the or cars. So before, when you were a, a Mercedes dealer, you could go to Mercedes Australia and buy five of these, ten of these, and five of these, and put them on the floor, and then cut the shit out of the prices to sell yep. them if you could. Yep. Now you no longer even buy the car from Mercedes if you're the dealer. you just got a commission on each one sold, oh. and they give you an allocation. And the whole reasoning is, if your neighbour buys a brand new Mercedes-Benz and you buy exactly the same model, you know when you're out watering the front lawn together on a summer evening that you both paid exactly the same yeah, price. Yeah, okay. 
But you see, the, what the scope they have got, though, is to overinflate the buggery out of your trade-in. Yes. But if they do that, they're only making a fixed margin on the car now, you know, a smaller one. So what this is going to do, because they say they sell a lot of cars, and, you know, uh, what this is going to do is put is drive the prices of the second-hand hand market even further. Now, Mercedes aren't the only people doing this. Honda have done it now for six months, the agency model. And their sales have declined something like, 67%. Yeah, because I was going to say, that doesn't always necessarily work when you're, you're kind of forcing people, if they can't get something at a better price, they'll look around. Yeah, and they'll go to the BMW dealer for they example. Might, or they yeah. get, you know, so it's yeah. also, of course, the thing is that you can't really take Honda's case into it because they make cars that people, you know, aren't really falling over themselves for. Whereas, you know... Vitek's not as exciting as it used old, to be. No, it's not. They didn't, the cars aren't as cool, but, no. you know, everyone with a gold chain and a muscle shirt and you know, that owns a pizza shop, is dying for a new AMG. Yes. Yeah, they, they do have I've a I've got an AMG. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they do. And, and I reckon they're cool. And my AMG packed up the other day. Really? I well, drove it out for a wash. First time I've driven it in about four months. Batch get a little bit low, like, blown away it went. Yeah. Driving along, no sound out the stereo, aircon stopped working. Okay. So I'm cursing and swearing. Got a couple of men in blacks in the meet. It was a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Got on the phone, got on the, as on Facebook Messenger to my mate, poor Daniel, that runs, used it, MB Unley. Right. You better fix his under goodwill, mate. It's only two or three years out of warranty. Da, 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 da. Then I rang up <laughs> Bobo Bunker. No, nah, it's a two or three months oh. out of its warranty. And then I rang up Bunker and said, and he goes, yeah, well, your AUGS battery's dead. What do you mean? It's got two batteries in it. And then what do you mean? It's got an AUGS battery. Yep. yep. So I'm like, oh, Because those things do their own updates and all sorts of shit. No. They don't? No, they're an abacus. <laughs> they're not a Telstra. <laughs> no, yeah. so anyway, anyway, Bunker's like, no, no, you might need an AUGS battery. It might just be the main battery. They just start shutting down stuff to make sure right. you've got enough charge to restart. But if you drove it enough, it would recharge the AUGS? Maybe. Or... So I'm getting the Autel scanner ready to bring it home, and I looked at tutorials and how to change your AUGS battery. It's buried under the cabin filter, and like, blah. And Bunker, of course, being the ultimate auto electrician and battery salesman, yep. you should replace both with new batteries. Right. Do you know what I did? Put it on charge overnight, and the next day I wasn't rang loose. I was at work. I messaged her and I said, "Just go out and start that thing and see if the stereo works." And, and everything started working. Again. Yep. Yep. That, like, you know, after a couple of men in, men in black, I'm selling this piece <laughs> of shit. I've had enough of it. That's Can't a nice s- car, though, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. Not really. Oh, Not I have the to air ask Lisa, you wouldn't yeah. know. Well, I drove it, and the air conditioning didn't work, and the stereo didn't work, so no, it was a piece of shit. Yeah, that one time. <laughs> yeah, like a band Try camp. <laughs> Try driving a Holden or something, like normal people. All sorts of things don't work. Is that... <laughs> well, I'm nah. working on an E3 in there. Um, left-hand side mirror doesn't work electrically anymore. Right-hand side rear Probably window... Probably had someone on a motorbike smack into it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Right-hand side rear window doesn't work. Yeah. Um, various things just don't work on yeah, it. That's, done, it, that's charm. It's done 57,000 Ks. Or like, what, 57? 30,000 miles. Jesus. So you know how to that's... fix all that shit? Bang a big blower on it and run it on yeah, corn gas. That's it. That's what I was going to say. Can you notice that cologne I'm wearing? <laughs> I can still smell the 85 on my hands. Ooh, I thought it smelled like odour of Frank. <laughs> have, you, have you had a wash since you've been back from Roxby? Uh, yeah. It's day two, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Tangy. So look, we're coming up to the end of this epicast. Um, and talk all sorts of nonsense. Again. As usual. Um, you, you were saying that um, you're thinking of putting a smaller pulley on before the rolls. <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily. I... I just we just did that one dyno run, went 480, 
and that's just like I would never five hundreds just there. I would never, you know, honestly, Paul, I would never put it back on the dyno, and not just because it's going to blow up, <laughs> which it is. But yeah, I think you'll just find disappointment from here. You reckon? Yeah. Mm. I'm not trying to hold you out here. You got yeah. to do what all the good boys do. But you do. know, we don't have a track. I've only got one thing I can race: dyno sheets. <laughs> have you laminated it? No, not yet, but that's a good idea. Are you going to keep it in your car so you can whip it out at various functions? I put it on the dash when I park in places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at me. I'm a dickhead. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, say goodbye to everyone, Paul. Goodbye, everyone, Paul. Goodbye, everyone, Paul. And thanks for tuning in to Rage Anxiety.